0: LOI Match Day on Off The Ball.
1: Hello and thanks for listening to LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Stephen Doyle here to preview all of the action in both divisions of the SSC Electricity League. Coming up this week.
2: Set pieces on the Thursday before the game on the Friday. And I stayed baggling about to do a bit. And he was, like, was shouting to me, like, Oh, will you celebrate tomorrow and all if, uh, if you score and all? that." Like, right, I will
0: managing emotion like any game is is important Uh, you you keep 11 men on the pitch
3: the one thing that I'll say about Shane is that he gives it's the same with every player if you deserve a chance to start or come on he'll give it to you
1: yes we have Sligo Rovers defender Danny Lafferty on positional switches and goal celebrations Paddy Kirk on returning to Bohemians and coffee with Paul Galvin and Cove Rambler's informed goal scorer Lean Kervik on an overnight to Duny Goal, playing for the gaffer. If you can, like and subscribe to the podcast, which is out every Thursday. And you can find me on Twitter under the handle at dubso rebel. On match day 23 in the Premier Division, Liam Buckley brought Cork City to visit his old club St. Patrick's Athletic and there was late drama as the Rebels came from behind to draw 1-1. It's
2: rebounding around, comes to Keane Murphy, shot with Smother, but then it's Keating, Keating, it's the equaliser! Rory Keating generally only needs one or two chances and he's taken the one that fell his way there. Keating's eighth of the season, makes
1: it St pass one. Port City one. Keating's now joint third in the league scoring charts and goal number eight came a couple of days before he signed a new long-term contract. That could fend off interest from Derry City, who got a late winner from the spot against Sligo Rovers at the Ryan McBride Brandywell. The Candy Stripes are now level on 43 points with the Saints and four behind the leaders, Shamrock Rovers. The hoops were held yet again by Drotty United in a nil-all draw at Weavers Park. Shelburne remain in the bottom half of the table despite a 4-0 hammering of UCD at the college. Shells, though, are only four points behind Bohemians in fifth. The Gypsies came out the right end of a five-goal thriller at Dalymount Park, where there was an equaliser in the 82nd minute before the winner three minutes later. And now a chance for both to counter because the lock of Brady committed. So here comes James Clark. He's only got two men ahead of him. That's a good ball for Affalabi. He's onside, onto his left foot. Affalabi! 3-2 to the Bohemians! erupts! On match day 24 in the Premier Division, the four clubs in European action have all played this round to give themselves some wiggle room around those fixtures. So there's just two games on Friday and one on Saturday. There's a derby clash on the north side of Dublin City. The last time Bohemians visited Tulloch Park to play Shelburne, winger Dylan Connolly was sent off. Bose defender Paddy Kirk knows how spicy these fixtures can get, so knows the importance of keeping cool heads.
0: You know, managing managing emotions like any game is is important. Uh, you know, you, you keep eleven men on the pitch. Obviously, that yeah, plays a huge role. But uh, no, I think we're we're looking forward to it. Um, not getting carried away in terms of like a Dublin derby, you know, we approach it like, like any other game. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity. The next couple of weeks are, are going to be really big and, and like I said, going back to that,
1: they're, um, they're great occasions. Kirk has scored a couple of goals this year and has proven to be a good attacking option down the left-hand side. It's something the left-back has worked on before returning to Daly Mount Park this year after spells with Longford Town and Sligo Rovers.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think I've kind of become a different, not a different player, but, I've definitely brought things into my game from, you know, and that's obviously from playing every week, be at Longford, Sligo, you know, um, by playing every week and, you know, coming back in the next week, you can really improve on things. And and I think that kind of came with confidence from maybe was at the start of my spell at Bowes, I was a little bit, you know, apprehensive, you know, cautious on the ball. So I think going away, playing games really helped me develop um, different parts of my game that, you know, before maybe I wouldn't have tried. So uh, I think, yeah, I've come back to as a little bit more of a, a well-rounded footballer and, you know, um,
1: a little bit more confidence in my own game. Speaking of confidence, Johnny Afalabi is oozing with the stuff after scoring in three consecutive matches. His teammate feels this has given the whole group a boost.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Like, everyone at the clubs, you know, delighted for Johnny. You see what he does. If you're, if you're maybe from the outside, if you're not watching him every week, you, it could be you thinking, oh, as a striker, you need more. But Johnny's been unbelievable for us in terms of his what he brings. There's you know very few strikers who have the qualities he's had. So for Johnny to now add goals is has been brilliant for him. But you know, Declan always reassured Johnny that in the dressing room, you know, that he brings a lot more than than just goals, and we're not relying on him for goals. Um, so, but yes, yeah, for Johnny to now add goals, it's it's. It's massive um, for him and for the group.
1: Afalabi will need to be at his barnstorming best to penetrate the best defense in the league. Shells have only conceded 16 goals in 23 matches, and Kirk is expecting a tough night at Talca.
0: I think they're always tight games. Um, you know, defensively, Shells are set up really, really well. Um, so, you know, we've been working all week on on how we can break them down and stuff like that. So, they're great occasions. Um, like, like I said, the more games. Dublin derbies, they're great for the fans. They're the games you kind of want to be playing, and so uh, you know we'll approach it the same as as other games. We we'll do our homework and we'll we'll prepare right for the game, but. Yeah, they're, they're really good games and, and the more big games, more big crowds um, in the league, the better from the outside and for, for the players.
1: That match and UCD's home game against Drogheda United kick off at 7.45. The students are 14 points off second from bottom Cork City and games are running out. Drogs have won the other two meetings this season, including a 1-0 the last time they were at Belfield. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Daniel Lafferty isn't playing down the significance of Sligo Rovers' home clash with Cork City on Saturday night at 7.45. Rovers have something to build on after beating Bohemians and then going so close to earning a point away to Derry City. Lafferty felt they deserved one.
2: We were unlucky. Like I felt for 60, 65 minutes there was nothing in the game. You know, we got a bit tired then towards, we knew knew they were going to come on strong at the end. They brought they were, that are ridiculously strong bench. You know when you when you can bring on like, the, well, Patson, Patrick McIlhenny, you know to name to name a few. You know you're going to be up against it in the last half an hour or so. So to be well in the game, and we had our chances. Like we had our chances before. Uh, earlier in the game, uh, limited them to to a few chances. Um, but yeah, and then to save a penalty, I think, and hope okay, hopefully it's it's our night, and then to concede another one. Uh, so late in the game, whether the last kick of the game and. You know, uh, it was a bit heart, it was it was a bit uh, heartbreaking and hard to take. All right.
1: Lafferty scored a peach in that game and enjoyed his celebrations in front of the blockade faithful. Just a bit of cracking what can sometimes be a very sterile football world.
2: That's not all it was. We were joking, like say the manager um, was doing about um, set pieces on the Thursday before the game on the Friday, and I stayed back. We about to do a bit, and he was like. He was shouting to me, like, oh, will you celebrate tomorrow and all if, uh, if you score and all? I was like, right, I will. <laughs> you know? And uh, and then just, I was like, I wasn't expecting to obviously score, but, you know, <laughs> the score, and it was right in front of the, that block, K, the the kind of ultra home support, you know, so it kind of just made my way over there and, wasn't so much a really passion I just it was like you say it was a bit of crack yeah. um, and that now their fans didn't see it that way <laughs> and there <was> a few <laughs> a few things coming in the direction. I had a duck and weave there like you know and I haven't left the house since Friday but <laughs> <laughs> but that it was all over a bit of crack it was not geez, everyone knows and I think everyone uh, all their, their fans know I'm a obviously oh, a grew up a their fan and that like you know but listen you're playing for playing against them you do as you do as well as you can you know uh, happen to score against him so you know just give it a little double fisted fist pump there you know just in front yeah. of them to wind them up but that was all it was
1: Rovers boss John Russell was under some pressure after the defeat to UCD but the last two performances have given the supporters hope he's had a really unlucky run of injuries this season and Lafferty has enjoyed working under the meticulous manager
2: you know everything he's put all the things in place there to, to give us the best opportunity to succeed you know um, and and like you say, he's, he's he's a great man too. You know, I mean he can he'll help you with anything. He's easy to speak to, you know. He's um he's bubbly. He's great. He'll join in training things like this, you know. So, you know, it's it's it it's it's been a very it's been very enjoyable working under him. You know, um you know you, the stuff that people don't see, obviously uh, off the pitch, us as players, even the probably the hard work he puts on, and you know watching players, watching games, recruiting, you know, doing your whatever the analysis for the upcoming games, etc., you know, so almost, he almost feels kind of guilty because of how the season's kind of went because you kind of want to do be doing better for him and uh, think, it was, like I say, some results haven't went their way um, but like you say, no one's, we haven't done tools, we, you know, we, everyone, everybody's got the backing of everybody, you know, everybody enjoys going and they training every day um, with smiles on their faces and, you know, he demands that too, like, you know what I mean, it's, the best job in the world, why wouldn't you come in? yes, you can get emotional losing games and whatever else but you come in and you get on with it you do your work but a smile on your face and you know you just
1: keep going so what about that really crucial game against the Liam Buckley's Lee Siders who would go level on 26 points with a win at the showgrounds
2: Saturday is a massive game um, and if, uh, we're fully confident that if we can replicate the last, the previous two kind of energy performances and you know the high intensity work that we've shown that uh, there should only be one outcome on Saturday, but you know, that being said, um, we we have to implement, uh, implement that again. You know, so that's obviously what we'll be trying to do, especially at home in front of our own fans again.
1: They shared the spoils the last time the sides met in the northwest in March before a home win for City in May. It should be a very tense affair when they meet again this weekend.
0: Loi match day on off the ball.
1: On match day 22 in the First Division Cove Rambler's goal against leaders Galway United might have been scored a bit too early in the third minute before the half-time break Hurley can't pull the trigger Aguirre makes a challenge it's going to be a penalty bring Galway United level Hurley's penalty scores it that's his 13th goal of the season. United's top scorer ensuring the spoils were shared at St. Coleman's Park and the Rams remain 10 points behind Waterford who were held to a 2-2 draw at home against Longford Town. At Longtown, were are the only team in the top five to get a win last week. They were 4-1 winners at Wexford with all goals scored in the first half of that match.
2: There's options out right and out left for Piero. Through to Campion Hines. Big run out left. And it's finished. It's put away by
1: Matthew Leal. Treaty United leapfrogged Wexford into sixth place, beating Kerry away 3 2. The Limerick club are just three points behind Bray Wanderers in the last playoff spot after the Seagulls drew nil all at Finn Harps. Coming up on match day 23 in the first division, Athlone Town have lost their previous two meetings with the leaders Galway United this season 3 1. They can avenge those defeats at Lissy Woolen this Friday night. Wexford head north up the east coast to play Bray Wanderers, Aside, they held to a 1-1 draw last time out. The Seagulls came from 2-1 down to win 3-2 when they met at the Carlisle Grounds in March. There's only five points between the two playoff-chasing sides ahead of this key game. Monster Clubs, Treaty United and Waterford meet at Markets Field. The Blues have been dominant in their last two classes, winning 7-0 at home last month after a 4-1 win in Limerick earlier this season. Waterford are comfortably second, but United really need points to keep up in the playoff race. Cove Ramblers certainly aren't comfortable in third yet, and go to a Finn Harps team that are running out of matches to climb the table. The Rams were impressive against the leaders last week, but was winger Liam Kervick disappointed not earning the three points?
3: I suppose overall, like going into the game, if they told us you'd get you're going to get a one-one draw against Galway, we would, would have taken it, as you said. But I mean, coming away from the game after the sending off, sending off, sorry, they probably did get on top, but. Going in especially at halftime, you we were just thinking to give away the penalty so close to half time. I had a chance as well. Like I probably should have scored. We could have been going 2-0 up at half time, you know? So but overall I'd say we 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 were happy with the the result in the end.
1: That was at St. Colmans Park where they've won twenty-one from a possible thirty-three points, Kervik explains. How and why that's so important.
3: Genuinely, I'd say probably like half of it is the fans genuinely. When I used to, when I was growing up and listening to other footballers or whatever saying, you know, the fans help, you only realise it when you're on the pitch and you hear them screaming at you. It is an extra man. I suppose that alongside with, you know, all year we've talked about kind of making it our fortress and you can't give away any, any easy goals down there and You know, just about making it our fortress as well, I suppose. The
1: 20-year-old on loan from Waterford has had an impressive season with five goals and an assist in nine appearances with just five of those starts. How has he managed to find such good form this year?
3: I'm not entirely sure. I mean, Shane and Fran are great in the way that they boost you up and they build you up before a game. And the one thing that I'll say about Shane is that he gives, it's the same with every player. If you deserve a chance to start or come on, he'll give it to you. So when I got my chance, I just basically said, you know, I have to take it. Um, but just even in training, like, um, just constantly focusing on little things in front of goal that you
1: know you can bring into into match day, I think has helped me as well. Kervic scored twice in the 4-1 home win against Harps the last time the sides met. He's not too sure what to expect this Friday night.
3: I'd be hoping for a repeat at LRH, yeah. But no, it is a long, it is a long spin-off. Um, but we are staying up overnight, yeah. Um, before the game so just to, to save us having to travel five, six hours you know the day of the game we can get up relax the night before and then wake up and um and play the game without having to travel the five, six hours but no we will be hoping to um to go out there and do the same as last time all right.
1: Yeah it's a tough like I know it's a, it's a bit of a cliche in League of Ireland football that Bally Buffet is a tough place to go yeah. but they will make it hard for you do you expect a very defensive approach from Finn Harps this Friday night?
3: To be honest, I'm I'm not entirely sure. Um, I know that they have they have brought in a lot of new signings and a couple of them, I know one or two of them, they used to be actually at Waterford when I was there um, two years ago. Um, good players. So I'm not entirely sure how their manager is going to approach the game. Will he say we're going to give him a rattle? Will we say, you know, well... We'll sit back and, and see how the game
1: goes I what. That game kicks off at 8 o'clock while the other three matches on Friday night are 7.45 starts. It's a 7.30 start on Saturday night when Longford Town host Kerry. Longford have won the two previous meetings between those sides. That's it for another edition of LOI Match Day. Thank you for listening. Look out for LOI Match Day Extra in your podcast feed where you can hear all of those interviews in full. Safe travels to the match and I'll chat to you next week.
0: LOI
2: match day on off the ball.